last week on the show, we did speak about the situation in Central Australia with the football. Now, they made some changes to the draw, the AFL did, in an effort to try and keep games in Alice Springs, despite some really serious concerns being raised by the council around the issues that they've had to deal with with crime and social issues. Now, in the latest move, the ABC is reporting that the AFL has said it's going to consider pulling the annual Melbourne Demons match from Alice Springs unless the town council reverses its decision to bar community football from Traeger Park. Now, according to the report in an email to the council, which the ABC say that they've seen, the league said that it would review the viability of holding round 16 match between the Melbourne Demons and the GWS Giants in Alice Springs in June. Now, Alice Springs Mayor Matt Patterson says the council won't be held hostage to the AFL and their bullying attitude. And he joins me on the line right now. Good morning to you, Matt. Good morning, Katie. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for joining us. Matt, we spoke to the AFL on Friday. At that point, we were not aware of this situation with the Demons and Giants game. Can you tell me what the letter from the AFL says to the council around the game? Look, ultimately, just basically what you've read out, ultimately they are you know, trying to hold the Alice Springs Town Council hostage for... Um, effectively something that's got nothing to do with us. The the AFL game that's here to be played is between the AFL and the Northern Territory Government and that contract. Um, the issue that we're having at the moment is completely separate. And so, Matt, obviously you have, you've taken it as a threat. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I mean, this was never on the table until we've obviously made the decision around community football. And we've got... You know, AFL headquarters trying to come in over the top of of what is a local decision. Now, I've always said when we talk about these issues that people should come to Alice Springs before they make those decisions. This is completely separate um, and it's a bullying tactic by AFL and the AFL-NT over the Alice Springs community. They've come in over the top and it's it's irresponsible and completely inappropriate. What impact do you reckon that it would have if, you know, if that AFL game then doesn't go ahead, um, you know, the, between the Demons and uh, and the Giants? Oh, look, it'll have a, it will have an impact on the community. But when we, if I go back in time, Katie, we were talking about the community football. People were very critical, including the AFL and AFL-NT, very critical of the Alice Springs Town Council taking football away from the community and, you know, uh, young people and women. Well, what what are the AFL doing right now? That's exactly they're doing the exact same thing that they uh, threatened us with. So it's very ironic. Uh, and AFL and T need to have a good look at themselves. They've they run the competition out of Darwin, and the arrogance that they have for Alice Springs is very hard to fathom. They have now scheduled women's football on a Saturday night, and they've said that women need to choose between netball and AFL football. So. That goes to show the sheer arrogance when the decision's not made locally. Can I ask you, obviously when we spoke to the AFL on Friday, the NTAFL, they said that they've made some changes to the draw in an effort to minimise any potential issues associated with those games. Have any of those changes sort of changed Council's perspective in any way? Council still have the same view that, um, you know, there's been no other resolution uh, and I speak to the resolutions, Katie, there's been no other change yeah. to the resolutions uh, in regards to 
the changing of the draw. Obviously, they're saying there's a lot of benefits to the community when it comes to footy. Can you explain to our listeners, and I know that you and I have spoken before about this, but maybe not everybody listening's heard it. Can you explain to our listeners again why you are concerned about those games, those, um, you know, the, the Central Australian Football League games happening in Alice Springs at this point? So what we have, I mean, it's obviously multi-layered. Everyone understands the social challenges that we're facing. Communities come to, in Al- come to Alice Springs to play football. Um, all the surrounding communities come and play here. Um, there's no infrastructure on remote communities. That's one issue. Um, spectators come, children come, you know, the men come. And we're not finding that they're going back to their community and it's causing us with this bottleneck of issues. Yep. Um, I would love to see community football on community. That's how it was designed. But because of the lack of action for a long time, unfortunately, um, we continue to have the games played in Alice Springs. Why can't they be played out in remote communities? So, for example, Katie, we've got Yundamu, which is 330 kilometres away. It drives past Yulamu, and they play against each other in Alice Springs. And then if they do go back, they all go back the same way. I mean, surely there is, you know got to be some explanation as to why they can't play out on community, save their funds, they don't have to drive into town, and yet all the funding that they get can go back into the economy of building an economy in a remote community. I guess, you know, the AFL's argument, AFLNT's argument is going to be that, you know, the infrastructure's not there for those games to take place properly. I know that, again, you and I have spoken about that before. Well, why haven't the AFL... um, done some plans about getting infrastructure on remote communities, Katie. They've got a 250-page document that says why, why they need a $300 million stadium in Darwin. And for the infrastructures in all of the remote communities in Central Australia, they've got one A4 page that's half written on the other one is half pictures. I mean, wh- why are we kicking the can down the road here? And why aren't the AFL and T taking any piece of responsibility in this? Well, look, um, you know, I can't speak for them. I don't know exactly what they'd say to that. But I guess what I, I guess what a lot of people will be wondering at this point is, you know, how to how you're going to get past this stalemate, and how you're going to kind of get to the point where you know the footy, the the AFL match between the Demons and the Giants is still able to go ahead. Um, if you know, if you can't get past the stalemate, I suppose. So the AFL game, I, I want to be really clear, the AFL game has nothing to do with the Alice Springs Town Council. That is a deal that's brokered between the Northern Territory Government and the AFL. The AFL are just throwing the baby out with the bathwater, trying to come over the top of the Alice Springs Town Council. It's a completely separate issue. All right, so what? what is your, you know, what? where to from here, I suppose, Matt? Well, we've been speaking about this with the AFL uh, AFLNT for 18 months and nothing's changed. Now we've we've made this decision um, and finally we've seen some traction from the AFL get to start moving. So we'll continue to talk to the AFLNT. Remember, Katie, that the, the withdrawing support for the community football was only for the year 2023 as we just catch our breath with all of the things going on. So clearly we'll keep, keep working with the AFLNT for future years. But I do, I do want to say again, if they... Uh, It'd be very ironic for the AFLNT 
to withdraw the AFL game from Alice Springs, and I think they need to probably sit down and have a look at the ramifications going forward. If they well, I think the government provides funding for it and everything, though, don't they? I mean, like, it's an agreement uh, across the board where the Northern Territory government, I thought, paid quite a large amount of money for it to happen. It's a huge, it's a huge sum of money, and that's... And, that reiterates my point that it's got nothing to do with us. It's a deal between mm. the AFL and the Northern Territory Government. So I think ultimately it will be up to those two stakeholders to see where that game's played in July. Well, we'll see if we can get a response from the government on that one as well. And uh, and we like, we're just under the pump with the Chief Minister this morning, so didn't get the opportunity to ask her about it, but we certainly will follow it up. Um, Matt Patterson, the Mayor of Alice Springs. Mate, anything else I should be aware of from the weekend while I've got you on the line? I know, uh, you know, Alice has been grappling with a lot of issues. How did things go over the weekend? Oh, not good, Katie. Uh, not good at all. We've had um, our two bottle shops... Uh, Milner Road and Pigley's, they were ram-raided and absolutely turned upside down. So, unfortunately, they're owned by a, um, a lovely, lovely couple and, you know, that's been absolutely trashed again. Don't forget, Milner's was only ram-raided at the start of the year and it's it's happened again. It's absolutely oh. chaos. And, mate, we'd also seen this incredibly sickening report that had come through from the Northern Territory Police, um, from Alice as well, about um, a disabled woman allegedly being sexually assaulted in Alice Springs on the weekend. Yep. So, you know, it's in broad daylight, right? So it's just, it's absolutely disgusting. Um, I hope those people are caught in the books absolutely thrown at them because... Uh, at the moment, we're not seeing much change and things need to change. This, this I've said to you a million times, Katie, this is Australia, right? This isn't the way that we should be living. Um, a disabled, you know, a disabled lady who has been sexually assaulted, it's, it's, it's disgusting behaviour. And unfortunately, these things are far too frequent in our community at the moment. Yeah, mate, I'm hearing you. We, you know, we feel the same and, um, and a lot of very frustrated people as well after interviewing the Chief Minister a bit earlier this morning because I think that all of us are sort of feeling as though the government doesn't have the urgency around this issue that they really should have. Yeah, well, we've said many times and lots of people have said it. This is, this is an emergency as was COVID. Right, we've seen a government on the front foot with COVID. They were doing press conferences every day. They were changing legislation, putting in emergency powers every single day. We just want them to handle this the same way as they did handle COVID. And I know many people have said that to you and to um, other media outlets, but this is the same. This is more dangerous to us than what COVID was. We, get, we kept getting told we were the safest place in the world with COVID, but right now, living here, it's one of the unsafest places. It's definitely one of the unsafest places in Australia. And that's the reality that's got to set in with the decision makers, is you need to be on the front foot here. You need to handle it the same as COVID and start putting in emergency powers to make a difference instantly. Matt Patterson, the Mayor of Alice Springs, I always appreciate your time, mate. Thanks very much for having a chat with me again this morning. Anytime. Thanks, Katie. Thank you.